What's up, everybody? It's Jeremiah. And I'm David. And we are here on the With You podcast. Today is a very cool episode because we're going to just be telling a little bit about how David and I connected, how we met, how we became brothers, and really the reason that this podcast is a thing. You know, this story is, is pretty cool. It's um, It has just a ton of God's grace over it, a ton of God's just mercy and redemption and really, really cool stuff. So I think to start, let's hear from your perspective leading up to, you know, how we met, kind of how you got connected and how you even how you even came across my desk, I guess, if you will, how how David Sage ended up in a stack of papers of kids coming on this retreat that we met at. Yeah, my story for this is actually quite complicated because it goes back to almost two years prior where I had started a prayer meeting with some of my friends mm-hmm. and somehow it made its way over to Church on the North Coast which is like an hour and a half from my house. Super far. You live in Russia, Pennsylvania. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> we got to cut that. Out. Go ahead. Now you good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I got connected that way. That was almost two years prior to the retreat. And then when the retreat came around, I hadn't talked to any of those people that I had done the prayer meeting for. That last, It lasted, I don't know, maybe a month, two months, something like that. And you were doing this online, the prayer Correct. meeting. Yeah, okay. it was because it was during co- it was during quarantine. So, yeah. So we did that, and then a couple years passed, and I hadn't talked to any of them. And I was told, you know, you're never going to come to this church. Like they were kind of like, like you know, joking. They're like, you're never going to come here. Like it's way too far from you. And I'm like, dang, like I really wish I could come because you know you guys seem like a great group of people. Which you know, sorry to cut you off, but it's funny because that when you started the prayer meeting was when I got hired. As the youth pastor. Oh, right. Yeah. I didn't even, I never even thought of that. Yeah. But that's kind of interesting. That's weird, right? Yeah. But so the couple years later, one of my friends invited me to come on the retreat and I was like, oh yeah, like that'd be cool. Like I'm not doing anything that week. Um, Like let's do it. And I, and I asked my other friend to go too. And we had actually just came back from back or yeah, backpacking trip for the weekend. So, you know, we were kind of exhausted, but. We're like, yeah, like let's let's do it. Like, I think it'd be fun. It'd be a good week to to finish off the summer with, and then go into school like you know, strong and full of the spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so we met then, and you didn't really like me that much, but you had reason. You know, you you were kind of going through something at that time, and I didn't know. But <laughs> you I don't kinda, think I didn't like you. I mean, you definitely liked my friend more. I did. I did. Shout out to Adam. We yeah. can say his oh, name. Okay. Adam's a homie. Shout out yeah. to Adam. I. So I don't think I didn't like, I did not like you. I think that Adam just showed more interest in the stuff that I was more hype. Yeah. Like I was wearing a certain pair of shoes and he like pointed them out and then I was playing like a game on my phone that he recognized. And so I think I just understood Adam more than you because we didn't really even have any communication at all that first time. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how, that's how I led up to the first time I met you. Mm -hmm. And then after that week I started coming to church. Yeah. And then it just kind of it kind of went from that. there, right? Yeah, which was really cool because, you know, when you guys first came to that retreat, like I said, yes, I definitely like understood Adam a little bit better than you, um, but just because we didn't really talk, and that's it was fine. But you know what I mean? Like it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a nice kid, um, but then you started coming to the church, and I was like, oh wow, like that's really crazy. Like this kid is serious, and I just kind of saw 
you know, how you conducted yourself in services and things like that. And like taking notes and just the attention you were paying and, you know, the engagement during worship. A lot of people, even adults don't, you know what I mean? Do those things. And so I was like, okay, like this kid's for real, you know what I mean? And so after that, that weekend, you know, we started planning a missions trip, a local missions trip down to uh, Cincinnati was where you went, right? Yes. Yeah. So we started planning that and I invited you and Adam to come and, you know, that was kind of where it was like, okay, like, I think, I, I feel like that was where God started planting the seeds, you know, of like, okay, this kid seems serious. Like you should, you should definitely invite him on this. Right. Um, but yeah, so that was what led up to you meeting at that day at the retreat. Mm-hmm. For me, it was a really, you know, just dark kind of traumatic situation that, that led to me even getting to that weekend. Right. So um, for those of you who don't know, just to kind of go quickly through this this story, um, I started my own nonprofit for Haiti back when I was in high school, when I was 16. Um, I'm 27 now, um, but I was 26 at the time when we met at the Mohican Retreat um, about six months ago. So going into that weekend, um, I had gotten some really, really bad news. My My friend, one of my best friends, really, more like a brother who was like the closest person in my life, you know, just could tell him anything would always would would never let me stay down. And I think that is like the most amazing thing about him was that anytime I was like sad, anytime I was feeling, you know, just down on myself, like he would always just lift me up. Um, But he had been my best friend since the first time I went to Haiti when I was 15. He was there throughout starting all the nonprofit stuff. Him and I started a coffee business there together. Like I lived in Haiti for multiple years on and off. And this was like, you know, my brother. Um, But going into that weekend, two days before the retreat, I had gotten news that he was missing and that the dog that I had purchased in America, trained, lived with for a year in Haiti was found like killed, like chopped up dead. And all of my best friend's stuff was found there as well. And so it was like a situation where, like your best friend's gone, like he's dead and your dog is dead as well. And so it was really, really crazy because like during that time, it was like, I didn't have the, I don't even know how to say it exactly, but I guess I didn't really have the mental um, strength or capacity to really even wrap my head around it. And I knew that I had this retreat coming where it was like 50 kids are about to show up to this, this Mohican lodge and you know, I have to make sure transportation is organized, foods organized, like events, services, music, like just all the stuff that goes into putting these retreats on. And so I didn't even have time to like grieve. I didn't have time to, you know, really think about what was going on. Um, And honestly, I think that, you know, I've had I had a really great relationship with God leading up to that. Like I said two years ago, when I got hired to become the youth pastor for D, for Church on the North Coast and Discovery Student Ministries, I really just took a new level with my faith. Like I started, you know, just doing things on another level and just getting really serious in my word and, you know, really building up my spirit. And so when that happened to me, it didn't really hit me that hard, I think, because of that. But in my mind, I thought that that not hitting me was what God's promise was for me. That it was like, okay, I'm going to be able to deal with this thing and not tell anybody and I'm going to be able to hide it and I'm not going to have to cry and I'm not going to have to be sad and 
I was like, <laughs> I was basically faking it, right? Like fake it till I make it type stuff. But I honestly believed in my heart that like, oh, like I'm good. You know what I mean? Like God gave me the strength to not even be phased by losing the closest person to me in my entire life and this dog that I bonded with and raised for a year and trained and all this stuff. So it was crazy. So that was two days before the retreat. You showed up on the retreat. We met two days later. I, I didn't like you, according to you, <laughs> but <laughs> it was it was really crazy. So fast forward back to where we were, and we're going on this Cincinnati trip, right? And what were your thoughts about just being invited on the trip? What were your expectations of that happening? Like, what in your mind was, what were you expecting, you know? Well, when I was invited, I was kind of like, oh, like, this is going to be fun. You know, I was like, I was excited. I was ready to go. And some of the other kids were kind of like in a joking way. They were like, oh, I can't believe like you're coming because, you know, you are pretty much brand new to the youth group. You know, you've only been here for however many weeks it was, a couple didn't, weeks. Didn't they say you should be honored that you got invited? Yeah, they I, were like, I you should be honored that, that Jeremiah invited you because it's special. And I was like, oh, yeah, like this is awesome. Yeah. Um, but you, so didn't, I, you didn't really get that why, though, right? Right. Like, no, I wasn't really. Sense. Yeah, I didn't really understand why. Do you understand that now, though? Like looking back, like. That is kind of, you know, I didn't know you that well. <laughs> you right. Know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was definitely, I was definitely still new and mm-hmm. they still didn't, you know, I was friends with them, but I wasn't like, you know, we weren't tight. Yeah. Um, and, and with you, like we weren't really tight either. Like I came to church, like I dapped you up and it was like, what's up? You know, that was about it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really anything more than that. Um, but yeah, I definitely expected for when we were on the retreat, I definitely was like super excited to be able to go on it and and be a part of it, and, and go pray for people, go serve people, go do whatever, you know, needed to be done, and that was kind of just my, my mindset, was that I'm going to do whatever I'm asked, and I'm going to pray for people, and I'm going to, you know, do whatever I can to make the most of this, and the, and the most of it for the rest of the people there. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the really cool things was that the group that was selected to come on this trip it wasn't like anybody could go, right? It was like you had to be invited. You had to answer some questions, like do like a little mini interview type process, things like that. Um, and so it, was, it wasn't It was like a just random group of people thrown together. It was like very, very like thought out, selected people that were supposed to be on this trip. And, you know, one of the things that was really cool and one of the things that I did before the trip was each – each person that went, I took a day to dedicate just to pray for them. And, you know, I didn't know you guys that well. And so I didn't really know a lot of about you. I didn't know a lot of the things that you were dealing with. But one of the really cool things was that it was like, okay, like today's day is, is for David. And so I would literally wake up in the morning and pray for David. And then throughout the day, I would just continue to pray for him. Like, God, you know, as he's getting ready for school, as he's going through class, as he's eating lunch as he's whatever. I would literally just pray throughout the day. And this was for each person that was on the trip. And then I would just continue to pray and pray. And then at the end of the night, I would say, okay, now God, what are you saying over that person's life? And I wrote each of you guys um, a note basically of what I heard the Holy Spirit saying. And again, I think that that was one of those things where it was like, it was another seed that was just planted. I don't really remember what I wrote. Do you remember what I wrote? I remember part of what you wrote. Yeah. I still have. I still have. The <laughs> yeah, part. yeah, but, yeah. Um, it basically said that here, what you were saying was that um, that I have a firm foundation, and because of the foundation that I have set on Christ, it makes me a pillar to those around me 
as, mm-hmm. and just makes me a, like a pillar of light and a pillar of, of who God is. Yeah. And so I didn't really know you like that. <laughs> I didn't know you like that. So to write that was really, really cool. And just like to be able to say that because it actually was extremely on point to who you are, to your family, who you are, to your friends, all of that stuff. Um, but again, going into that trip, I was still dealing with this stuff with my best friend in Haiti dying and my dog dying and not handling it at all. Like I wasn't handling it. I wasn't crying about it. I didn't cry. Like, and that was the thing when I've, I've told people, some people now this story is like, they'd be like, yo, you weren't even crying. Like not at all. Like I wasn't dealing with any of it. I wasn't letting it touch my emotions. I wasn't letting it get even a little bit close to me. And Going into the trip, I think that, you know, it was starting to it was starting to create distance between me and the Holy Spirit. Like after the Mohican trip, what did we have, like maybe a month between Mohican and then this missions trip? Yeah, I think about that. It was like a month. So like after about four weeks of it, I could feel myself disconnecting from the Holy Spirit to like and I was just starting to think dumb stuff. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure you've been there before where it's like you're not listening to the Holy Spirit intentionally. And so you're just starting to come up with dumb ideas on your own right and i remember i'll I'll tell the the swenson story (laughs) but um it was it was uh one of the nights where we were getting ready to go on the trip and we had had like a team meeting and just went over just like you know the posture that we're supposed to take when we're serving others and just really cool stuff like that but after after the meeting david and adam and some of the other teens we all went and got some food and (laughs) that morning I had just got confirmation that I was going to be moving into my own house. And literally, again, I was not close to the Holy Spirit in this moment, obviously. But in my mind, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to, like, you know, do my thing. I'm going to party. I'm going to have girls over here. Like, I'm going to just, I'm going to go crazy. You know what I mean? Because it was like I had been living for God for two years. I had been just extremely, like, disciplined and diligent in my health and my spiritual health, all that stuff. And so I think that I, that was how I was letting, you know, that tragedy stuff get to me was I was like, okay, you know what, when I get this new house, I'm gonna have a little bit of fun. You know what I mean? And I had made that decision mentally that morning before that meeting. And then fast forward to this meeting and afterwards, David and Adam, we stayed in the parking lot probably for like another hour and a half just talking. And you guys were asking me, all kinds of questions about like, you know, how do you maintain like your faith when, you know, you're being tempted with girls and partying and literally all the stuff that I was thinking about doing and decided in my head I was going to do once I moved into my new house, you guys literally like said it like word for word. Why (laughs) do you know, or was it just random? I think, I think, I mean, Adam and I, we always kind of mm -hmm. like, that's kind of an ongoing conversation that we have with each other. Mm hmm. So it was always But like, I wasn't close to you guys though. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was just because, you know, you're the youth pastor and we we're like, Oh, this guy probably has some knowledge to impart in this and so I don't know why and I don't know like what made us bring that up to somebody that we don't really know. Yeah. But um we did and it was I mean it benefited <laughs> us and obviously benefited you as well. I, so I, I, was I had to like a, I had to like preach to myself. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> I'm like, why I shouldn't do the things that I decided I was going to do like six hours before that. Right. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine like that's just kind of if that was me, I would have been like, oh, dang, like I definitely know that I would, that I would have messed up. <laughs> I think that was like and that's I think that's where it started to crack for me. 
Like, that's where I started to say, like, okay, something, you know what I mean? Like, my relationship with Jesus is out of whack right now because, obviously, I'm holding in all this crap, and I haven't let it out. You know what I mean? So, fast forward again. We go to, to this trip in Cincinnati, and I believe it was on the second night. Third night, second night, something like that. Was it Saturday night? Yeah, it was like a Saturday night. I I have the date, but it was on like one of those nights. And we just started talking. You and I started talking. And we hadn't really had much conversation outside of this. No, not to this point, I don't Mm -mm. think. We hadn't really talked much. Like, we were cool, but we hadn't really talked at all. Um, But basically, we just started to talk and open up about really everything right like yeah we started to just share our hearts we started to share our thoughts and i mean you can kind of go into some of the stuff like you were sharing as we started to talk yeah um i was kind of just sharing oh <laughs> i mean pretty much my life story really mm-hmm. i mean i was just i was being very open i don't know i think it was mostly because he was being transparent with me or be you were being transparent with me about life about respecting me like that was something that's really big for me is like if you respect me and you tell me that my opinion matters and what i have to say matters and that i have worth and you're going to listen to what i have to say then i'm probably going to tell you what you want me to hear mm-hmm. or what you, what you like what i want to say and so yeah. you were being respectful and you were listening and you were giving me the respect of conversation mm-hmm. and so i was just sharing my life story about you know my broken family and how that's affected me, but also how I've overcome it and um, things that I've had to deal with with my brother and with, you know, my parents and um, my relationships with my friends and in school and all the things that I've just gone totally crazy and about how I really didn't know what was going on with my life because I felt like I was supposed to be figuring out what college I was going to and God didn't call me to any college at that point and he still hasn't. So, and at this point he's obviously called me to do this and other things among that. But I was just in a place where I was confused and I hadn't really told any, like I had kind of talked about it to some people and to Adam and my other friends, but I hadn't really just laid it all out. And so that night I had laid it all out and we talked for Entire night. I don't know, a long time yeah. from like 11 to in the morning. Yeah, right. we didn't go to sleep. Right. So there was obviously a lot that was said and a lot that was shared. And I don't know, it was just, I was just kind of laying out my heart and really my entire life with all of the things that I've dealt with. And I think, you know, you were definitely surprised by that. You told me like you didn't expect me to have all those things that I was dealing with or, um, and a lot of people don't because, yeah, because you carry it really well. Right. And I, and I don't like showing people my, my pain and I don't, mm-hmm. and I don't like giving off of like a sad vibe or, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. want to be, I think, yeah, we both kind of have that going where right. it's like, even if we're dealing with a lot of crap, like we're going to just keep it rolling and, and do what we need to do. And, and I think that's where we found a lot of like common ground was like you and I, had very similar roles in who we were to our families. Right. And I think that's where when you were, you began to speak that way and you kind of, you know, started to tell me what was going on and how you have to do deal with this or how you have to treat this or your mom or your dad and your siblings and all. I was like, Oh, that's me. Like I understood it. And then when I connected those dots with like, okay, this is why he's at church taking notes. And he seems like he's older than he is. Cause 
when I was that age, I was dealing with the same stuff and it made sense. You know what I mean? And I think that that was kind of the turning point where it was like, oh, okay. Like I get it now. I understand. And it was crazy too, because I, I, I think we talked about this the other day. It was like, that was the Holy spirit. You know what I mean? That whole night was God all over it because to even have both of us sit down and talk like that is just, Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like we, we don't do that. You right. know what I mean? Like it was definitely <laughs> orchestrated from, you know, from the jump from a long yes. time ago, like way before, you know, we were born. Yes. And it's like, even for me, like looking back at the prayer meeting that I mentioned earlier, like that was two years ago. And they told like the kids from the youth group told me that I would never be able to come out there because, and I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm ever going to drive an hour an and a half hour, yeah. <laughs> out to who knows where right? and to go to church. And then eventually I was like, okay, like, yeah, like it all came full circle. And I'm yes. just like, and then from then on, it was just progressive. Yeah. And I think, like I said, like it was just crazy because we just weren't, neither of us were in a place where we went into that room that night expecting to have that. Happen. Definitely not. No. And as you laid, like you said, you laid everything out for me. I, said all the things that I was dealing with. Right. Right. Obviously I told you about, you know, my life, my broken family, my messy situations, things like that. Um, and just kind of making you aware of like, I get you and I see you and I was you, you know what I mean? Like we're from very two different worlds, but I'm the same exact person. And I think once we found that commonality, I was like comfortable in the Holy spirit, just like pushed me to say, okay, you can tell him what's going on. And you were the first person that I told about my friend dying in Haiti just a few weeks before that and my dog. And for the first time, like in that moment, that was when that shift happened where it was like, okay, God, I'm going to let you shine your light on this. Right. Cause up until that, it was a, I'm just going to hide this so deep inside my heart and I'm just going to carry it around and I'm just going to be, you know, this emotional tattoo light-skinned dude that <laughs> is just <laughs> always sad like it, without anybody knowing though like I was gonna be like a Drake song like it was it was just gonna be bad and so <laughs> that was that's what I thought was my life and that's what I thought I was supposed to do and so when I began to tell you it and just tell you the things I was going through like it was just like the everything broke you know what I mean like yeah. I started to cry like I was just sitting there telling you every little detail of what happened and just like, ah, it, it was insane. Right. It was amazing though. But yeah. So through your confession, like even just to me, like how did that change your perspective on like confessing your pain or like, yeah. did it, did it change your idea of it? Because for me, like before then, like I didn't tell anybody, I told Adam, I told one or two of my other friends what I was doing with maybe, mm-hmm. but other than that, I didn't tell anybody and I held everything in. So what did, confessing that night just kind of teach you or, or reveal yeah. to you about what it can do. I think that emotionally, I think our, our relationship has just completely softened my heart. Like in, in so many ways, you know what I mean? Like, I think that there's, there's a level of just callous and toughness that comes along with being a man that we have to deal with in this, in this world and we don't get to be sad. You know what I mean? We don't get to be, you know, upset or let things hold us back or let feelings even hit us. And not even just being a man, because there's men that are just trash and aren't dealing with anything. But being a man of integrity 
being a man that actually is doing something and building things and like, you know, supporting other people and being somebody that other people can depend on. Like there's a level of just like hardening of your heart that happens. And I think that that's where that breakthrough was like, okay, you don't have to be that guy all the time. You know what I mean? And like, and, and the craziest thing was, and I've told you this a lot is like, you know, Orison, a lot of times the, my friend that is gone was that person that I could be, you know, open with that person that I could tell my heart to and say, bro, these people are tripping. These people are disrespecting me. Da, 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 da. And he would let me say those things and be at the end of it, be like, okay, you're all done being upset. Like, remember who you are. He remind me of, you know, the things I've done, the things I'm going to do. Like, and that person was gone. And so being able that night to just let that out and say like, you know, exactly what I was going through and exactly what I was dealing with and be transparent and cry and do all this stuff and, and have somebody that the Holy Spirit made me feel comfortable enough to do that with was it, it, it changed my entire life, you know? Yeah, I think it was kind of the same for me. Obviously, my situation wasn't, you know, I didn't have a friend that died, but right. it was still confessing to somebody and another man at that like it was even to this point like being able to share and confess those things like i've grown more since that than i think i ever have in my life yeah and i think a big part of that is due to being willing to communicate and not holding on to the things that are frustrating me or making me mad or um like hindering my relationship with with god because Mm -hmm when you're holding on to those things and you're not sharing them or you're not releasing them, you're holding on to them so tightly that you can't overcome and then shift your focus back to God because your focus is so solely on the things that are um, like, you know, Oh, like my, my parents are manipulating me or, you know, my parents are abusive or um, my coach is, is talking all this crazy stuff about, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not like, you're not good enough or, um, you know, your girlfriend's going crazy, like all these things, like these things yeah. that you're holding on to, the things that I was holding on to were hindering me from being able to step into what I've been called to since yeah. I was born. Like I, my mom ended up showing me a couple of weeks ago, this, like this prophetic word that was spoken over me when I was a baby mm-hmm. and all of these things that I'm doing now are, and the, the, the characteristics that I'm showing now are the same Things that th- that that word was spoken right. about me, yeah, in alignment. And I never would have been able to get to that get to this point if I hadn't confessed to somebody and continued to confess and not hold on to the things that are holding me back. Right. That was the biggest thing for me moving forward from that moment was I can confess yeah. and I can confide in somebody and be open and not and I don't have to hold on to all this pain. Right. I don't have to deal with it by myself. Yeah, and it was like it was just freedom. It was it was a gift of freedom for both of us that we needed really, really badly. Like going yes. into that, like we both needed that moment extremely badly. And we did. I don't think we knew that. And we didn't expect that coming into that weekend. I didn't expect that, from, especially not coming from you. Um, but, you know, I think after that weekend happened, I have the text. I sent it to you not that long ago, a screenshot of it. And I was just like, yo, like you're my little brother now. You know what I mean? And I was like, anything that you need, anything I can do, like whatever it is, like I got you. Like I'm 100% for you now. Like that, that night changed my life. Like when I, (laughs) okay, let me ask you this. When I sent you that text, 
did you honestly believe it or were you like this guy's just you know just, I don't know. He's just, I was, he's just gassed me. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of like, I was a little bit thrown off because, yeah. well, first of all, for most of my life, so I have an older brother, mm-hmm. and we were close for, for most of my life, but then some things happened with my family. You know, we're not really close anymore. Um, so something that I've been longing for and praying for for most of my life has been having an older brother. Right. And somebody to teach me things about life, about relationships, about how to do this, how to do my taxes, how to, you know, manage money, how to budget, how to do whatever. And I never really wanted my parents to do that because I was like, you know, I have an older brother. Like I want him to teach me. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, him to teach me. I want him to practice basketball or I want him to work out with me. I want like I want to have that relationship with my brother, right? And so that was something that I've been praying for for a long time. For probably half of my life. And so when you texted me that, I was just like, is this guy like really, like really, is he for real? Yeah. Because I was just kind of like, you know, I just met him. Like, I know we talked all night, but I was like, hmm. I'm, like, your, I'm your brother now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you for real, man? Like, yeah. come on. Like, yeah. don't, don't, don't mess with me on this because this right. is something that's serious. And yeah. it turned out that you were. Yeah. And so that was very obviously an answer <laughs> prayer because right. I had been praying hard for that for a long time like that was something that i longed for for most of my life yeah absolutely. and i mean yeah you've stepped in that role and i think that definitely that was there's no other explanation other than it was god, god. well yeah and and i think like I, i've told you before it was like that happened with orison and then and then two days later like you showed up in my life and i didn't know at that time that you were gonna be the one that brought so much just healing and so much freedom and you know just renewed vision and purpose, you know, and and that was the thing with Orson. It was like, it felt like when he died, when he died and, and my dog died, it felt like everything was done. Like it felt like my life's purpose was just gone. And I feel like once, once that felt that way, like everything just kind of sucked, you know, like things that I had ideas about things that I had, you know, um, passions about, like they were gone. And it was like God sent you right in that moment when everything was done. You know what I mean? He sent me somebody, you know, to renew all of that stuff and, you know, completely just restore it. And, you know, it's, there's no other way to put it other than God. So after that, I sent you that text. I did your senior pictures. Hmm. And from there, I mean, I don't know. You can tell them what, what happened since then in the last six months. Since then? Just a overview how i don't know we've done a lot man it's been crazy i mean we definitely have done a lot you came to a lot of my soccer games yes a lot of my basketball games yes you got me right for homecoming yes dressed in for homecoming yes all of my pictures my instagram posts my fits (laughs) have been totally changed yes forever changed yes i don't know if i can go back no you can't i pretty much only wear the things that you get me now because all my old clothes just seem like (laughs) why do i still have these (laughs) So my shoes, my clothes, yeah. my haircuts, like yeah. it's just like everything has been totally changed. And yeah, um, not only have I have I've been changed physically, like in that sense, but I think on the spiritual side, like just growing in my faith and growing in my relationship with the, like the Holy Spirit, like being able to access that. Like we had a conversation like the other day mm-hmm. about how to just listen from the Holy Spirit and that was like and that like it was just that was something I had never really asked anybody before because I didn't know how to ask and 
so on the spiritual level it's just i've just i feel like i've leveled up if if you if you will yeah and in all like all areas of my life mm-hmm. i've gained so much confidence in who i am and what i believe and wh- like what i'm about and not that i wasn't confident before it's just i don't know it's like seeing somebody or seeing somebody that's close to me also having that because a lot of the people in my life up until I met you weren't really that confident. Like they were, but they mm-hmm. weren't, they didn't carry themselves with just a sense of confidence in who and, they were and, and what in, they're about. In a, way, in, 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 a, in a way that's rooted in integrity. Right. Because that's who you are. You know what I mean? Like you were confident, but you didn't really know how to express it in a way that right. was rooted in like, oh no, I'm not just confident because I'm like this cocky, like whatever. Oh yeah. No, I I'm was confident <laughs> because I have convictions that are very deep about right. what God has put in my heart. Right. And I'm confident because I live my life at a level of integrity that is well beyond my years. And that was where we were the same, you know what I mean? And, and being able for you, like you said, you just grew, grew so much. And for me, you know, it was the same thing. You know what I mean? You've made me grow just as a man being, you know, more focused on the things that I do, the choices I make, the way I live my life. It's it's put more pressure on me to say, okay, I need to be the best I can be in every single way, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Like if I'm not doing those things, I can't be a good big brother to you. And I can't be this person that you've been praying for and longing for for your entire life if I'm not taking care of my business. You know what I mean? And so that pushed me in a way that has just made me so much better. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, too, being able to teach you things and show you how to put colors together for outfits or show you how to do this or do that or buy this or buy that. or You know what I mean? Whatever it is, like teaching you photography, doing, you know, this podcast, whatever it may be, working with you in any way has just given my life, you know, a new level of purpose where it's like, it's not about me, you know, and I think that that's that's where a lot of people, if you're listening, the things that you can find in serving somebody else and the things that you can be shown through the Holy Spirit by serving somebody else is going to change your life more than anything that you could do for yourself. Like when I'm able to, when I first took those senior pictures for you and helped you put outfits together and, you know, gave that time and invested that time in hanging out with you and putting that time in like that blessed me so much. You know what I mean? That blessed me in a way that I never would have expected. And you said it the other day. Um, you were like, I hope that I get the opportunity to have somebody like this that I turn around and, you know, yeah, do the same thing. And you will. You know what I mean? Because you know how important it is. Yeah. And we've talked about it many times before. It was like, you know, sometimes in life we grow up and we don't have that person. We don't have that superhero. You know what I mean? And it, and it sucks. Like you missed out and you feel like, you know, there's a hole there that isn't being filled. You weren't loved the right way. You weren't supported the right way. And I had those areas where I didn't want me. You know what I mean? I wanted <laughs> this version of me to be in my life and I didn't have him. But being able to be that person now and be that person for you has helped me to just heal so much and allowed the Holy Spirit to reach across time reach across pain reach across space to say it's okay you know what I mean to that little kid that was me 10 years ago that I needed myself for you know and so you know I think that just us being able to be brought together by God be completely just 
like I don't even know how to say it. Like he 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 tricked us, man. He really tricked us. He, he was like, you know what? I'm gonna just pretend like it's not a big deal. He's just gonna show up at this youth retreat, but really, like, oh, it's gonna change their lives like forever. Yeah, like he got us, man. Yeah, he really, really got us. But it's led to so many amazing things. It's led to you finding, you know, new purpose and just completely just coming out of your shell and and showing who you are. You know. Yeah, and I never would have been able to do that if I like that that night if. Yeah, the both of us didn't confess really. Like I think that was the changing or the the turning point in both of our lives was being able to confess and confide in somebody else, and you know that turns around with everything. Like like I said earlier, like just being able to do something and and receiving something from somebody else. Like you said, it made it brought you extreme joy, but it also brought me extreme joy. Mm-hmm. So you doing something for me brought me joy but also brought you joy and when i get to do things for you or i get to like in basketball like when i like when i'm competing like i'm competing not just for myself like i'm competing for god but now i'm also competing for my older brother who i know will not live with me not giving everything that i have right and so that almost just (laughs) that really changed how i how i played sports too like and the sports were have been such a big part of my life right and ending basketball, like the last couple of games, like I gave everything that I had yes. more than I had ever given in any other game. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that is due to just the standard that you hold me to. And I wasn't like, I was never going to allow myself to not step into that role where it's like, okay, I, like I couldn't allow myself to not give everything that I had yeah, because I knew that it wouldn't be acceptable in your eyes. Right. And so it all just goes back to the confessing thing. Like, all of the closest people that I have in my life, I confess to. And you're one of those, you're the main person that I do that with. And if I'm not like conf- confessing in somebody, then like, you know, I don't want to hold on to that. So I know that I need to confess in you or, or confess to you. And when I do that, like, I just feel like a burden released because there's somebody that I can talk to about it. And I think that's been super important for everything that I've done. And yeah. like you said, like growing in, growing into who I am and, and just, you know, developing my character and my integrity. It's all stemmed out of that moment when we were both confessing and just sharing what's yeah. really on our hearts. And that was, like I said, like we both said before, it's, it's all from God. Like it's all rooted from that. And because of his plan and his timing, like his timing couldn't have been any better in that. Yeah, seriously. So, yeah, even from the two years ago, you connecting with my kids <laughs> right, yeah. that I just started at youth, being a youth pastor for. Right. Like, it's just, it, it was all God. And, yeah, and, and that was where this podcast was birthed from, you know, and that's why I think it was important that we had this conversation and told this story because, you know, that was what this was. It was like we had these conversations. We had this time to confide in each other, and we were like, oh, I'm with you now. And that's where this came from. And that's where all of this derived from is that that night where we spoke and we had conversations and God started putting things together and he's continuing to put things together and place things in our lives together. And, you know, you've said it many times before, like he's called us to be together and just take on some serious stuff, you know. And I don't want to like spoil stuff, so I'm not going to tell him what we're doing, but, and I don't know when this is going to come out. So I also don't want to put like, you know, this weird timestamp on it because some of the stuff might already happen, but just know like, 
being able to find somebody like this that is just completely brought the best out of me and that I try to bring the best out of, you know, has completely changed my life and it's been a blessing from Jesus and there's no other way to put it. But anything else you'd like to add? I mean, I think that's that's a good summary. There's obviously more that goes into it and more that's happened, yes. but for the most part, that's you know the main idea. Like I've said a couple of times, is just find someone that you can confess to, mm-hmm. somebody that you can really be yourself with and mm-hmm. be genuine to. Yeah. And when both of you are giving everything that you have to that, then it's going to help you grow in every area of life. I don't think there's a single area in my life that I haven't grown in or gotten better at like mentally physically emotionally spiritually everything has just skyrocketed and all of that like i said comes from or started with confessing and confiding in somebody that yeah you know that i eventually came to love as a you know my my brother yeah and and it it doesn't and when it's rooted in that it can't be broken you know what i mean it can't be shaken because we get on each other's nerves all the time like (laughs) Before we walked in here today, you know, he's been super mean to me this entire day. Okay, I'm going to cut this. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> no, but we actually have, you know, there's things that we go through and there's times where we get in each other's nerves and, you know, there's, we, it's, it's very much so like brother stuff. Like it's not, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not like this, like, holy, perfect God no. is making everything just the greatest day ever. Yeah. Like, we get in each other's skin a lot and, you know, we fight and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, like it, there's really nothing that could break it. it. It can never end end what we have. You know what I mean? It can never end us being brothers because it's always going to go back to being rooted in Jesus. Yeah. And even if we do get under each other's skin, like we can always go before him, pray, say we're sorry. And we know that it's all love always. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, guys, that's our story. Thank you for listening. Continue to listen to the rest of the podcast. We got a bunch of cool stuff for you, and we are always with you. Yep. Thanks, guys.